We're now about to read Nehemiah 7, by far the longest chapter in the book of Nehemiah. All the others are, you know, around the 18, 20 verses. We've got a 72 verse chapter here. <laughs> so hang in there. Now, when the wall was built and I had set up the doors and the gatekeepers and the singers and the Levites were appointed, I put my brother Hanani and Hananiah, the governor of the fortress, in charge of Jerusalem, for he was a faithful man and he feared God above many. I said to them, don't let the gates of Jerusalem be opened until the sun is hot. And while they stand guard, let them shut the doors and you bar them and appoint watches of the inhabitants of Jerusalem, everyone in his watch with everyone near his house. Now the city was wide and large, but the people were few therein and the houses were not built. My God put into my heart to gather together the nobles and the rulers and the people that they might be listed by genealogy. I found the book of the genealogy of those who came up at the first, and I found this written in it. These are the children of the province who went up out of the captivity, of those who had been carried away, whom Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon had carried away, and who returned to Jerusalem to Judah, everyone to his city, who came with Zerubbabel, Joshua, Nehemiah, Azariah, Rehemiah, Nahamani, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mizpereth, Big Vai, Nahum, Bayana. The number of the men of the people of Israel. The children of Parosh, 2,172. The children of Shephatiah, 372. The children of Arah, 652. The children of Pahath Moab, of the children of Jeshua and Joab, 2,818. The children of Elam, 1,245. The children of Zetu, 845, the children of Zechai, 760, the children of Binui, 648, the children of Bibai, 628, the children of Asgad, 2322, the children of Adonikam, 667, the children of Bigvai, 2067, the children of Aden, 655, the children of Ater, of Hezekiah, 98. The children of Hashem, 328. The children of Bazai, 324. The children of Haraf, 112. The children of Gibeon, 95. The men of Bethlehem and Nedephar, 188. The men of Anatoth, 128. The men of Beth Asmaveth, 42. The men of Kiriath Jerim, Chephira, and Beeroth, 743, the men of Ramah and Geba, 621, the men of Michmash, 122, the men of Bethel and Ai, 123, the men of the other Nebo, 52, the children of the other Elam, 1,254, the children of Harim, 320, the children of Jericho, 345, the children of Lod, Hadid and Ono, 721, the children of Sinar, 3,930, the priests, the children of Jediah of the house of Jeshua, 973, the children of Emea, 1,052, the children of Pashur, 1,247, the children of Harim, 1,017, the Levites, the children of Jeshua of Cadmiel of the children of Hodavar, 74. The singers, 
the children of Asaph, 148. The gatekeepers, the children of Shalom, the children of Ater, the children of Talmon, the children of Acub, the children of Hatida, the children of Shobai, 138. The temple servants, the children of Zihar, the children of Hasufa, the children of Tabaoth, the children of Kiros, the children of Siah, the children of Padon, the children of Labana, the children of Hagaba, the children of Salmai, the children of Hanan, the children of Gidel, the children of Gahar, the children of Reah, the children of Rezin, the children of Nakoda, the children of Gazam, the children of Uzzah, the children of Pasiah, the children of Bazai, the children of Mayunim, the children of Nefushishim, the children of Bakbuk, the children of Hakufa, the children of Hahua, the children of Basleth, the children of Mahida, the children of Harsha, the children of Barkos, the children of Sisera, the children of Tima, the children of Nazia, the children of Hatifa, the children of Solomon's servants, the children of Sotai, the children of Sephiroth, the children of Perida, the children of Jaala, the children of Darkon, the children of Gedel, the children of Shephatiah, the children of Hatil, the children of Pokereth, Hasabayim, and the children of Ammon. All the temple servants and the children of Solomon's servants were 392. These were those who went up from Tel Malar, Tel Harsha, Cherub, Adon, and Emea. But they could not show their father's houses, nor their offspring, whether they were of Israel. The children of Deliah, the children of Tobiah, the children of Nakoda, 642. Of the priests, the children of Habiah, the children of Hakoz, the children of Barzillai, who took a wife of the daughters of Barzillai, the Gileadite, and was called after their name. They searched for their genealogical records but couldn't find them. Therefore they were deemed disqualified and removed from the priesthood. The governor told them not to eat of the most holy things until a priest stood up to minister with Urim and Thummim. The whole assembly together was 42,360, in addition to their male servants and their female servants, of whom there were 7,337. They had 245 singing men and singing women. Their horses were 736, their mules 245, their camels 435, their donkeys 6,720. Some from among the heads of the father's households gave to the work. The governor gave to the treasury 1,000 darics of gold, 50 basins and 530 priest garments. Some of the heads of the father's households gave into the treasury of the work 20,000 darics of gold and 2,200 miners of silver. That which the rest of the people gave was 20,000 darics of gold plus 2,000 miners of silver and 67 priest garments. So the priests, the Levites, the gatekeepers, the singers, some of the people, the temple servants and all Israel lived in their cities. When the seventh month had come, the children of Israel were in their cities. Well, <laughs> made it through. Big long list of names and um, longest chapter of Nehemiah. So these are all the people that apparently have come back, about 49,000 of them. And um, some of them were traceable via their genealogical records. But when they got down to some of the priests, these were people coming back who said they were priests, but they couldn't find their genealogical records. And in verse 64 and 5 there it says, so they were disqualified from the priesthood until someone could minister with the Urim and the Thummim. So you'll remember, maybe, 
back in First uh, Samuel, and um, we talked about the Urim and the Thummim, which were some objects which we don't know what they were, but they were objects the priests used to use to discern the will of the Lord. So people would often bring a question to the Lord, and um, one of the theories is that these objects could give a yes or a no answer. Uh, we don't know because the Bible doesn't describe them in detail, and there are all these crazy theories about the Urim and the Thummim. <laughs> some people think they're like some kind of a Ouija board thing where you know they would move around and spell out letters. Um, I'm not sure about that. There's nowhere in the Bible that says anything about that, and that's just uh, an idea that some people have. Um, personally, uh, I think the reason we don't have them anymore is because the Lord moved on from that. <laughs> and you'll, you'll notice too that the, the Urim and the Thummim kind of stopped existing at around about the time that we got the prophets. So in the days of Samuel, who's considered the first of the prophets, that that's when the Urim and Thummim were there, but they disappeared around about that time. And so um, the Urim and the Thummim could be used to, in theory, could have been used if they were around to say whether someone was a priest or not, but they're gone. The only way to whether they can could decide if someone was a priest is if they had their genealogy and it could be traced all the way back to the priests, um, you know, that were originally priests. And so these particular men, they were listed as coming back, but they were just, it was basically said that, you know, they're not priests anymore. Now that, you might think, well, who cares about all that? But it's actually interesting. Um, it's interesting because today in the world, there's no one that can trace their genealogy back to the priests. Now, there are some people who say, um, that when the Lord returns in the in the end of the world, you know, in the second coming, that he's going to set up a kingdom in Israel and the temple is going to be rebuilt a third time. And they say that the sacrifices will start again and the priests will be reinstated. And to be honest, it's complete nonsense. Uh, the, the whole idea that a temple has to be rebuilt and sacrifices have to happen again, that that's a very offensive to the work of the Lord Jesus Christ because the Lord Jesus Christ came and you'll remember that when he died on the cross, the curtain in the temple was torn in two. There was no more need for any sacrifices. The Lord himself is our sacrifice. All those Old Testament sacrifices, the sheep and goats, they were all pointing to the Lord and we ended up getting the real thing. So we don't need all those other things anymore. And the idea that Jesus is going to come back and the third temple is going to be rebuilt and all of this, some people think that the third temple will be reinstituted before Jesus comes back. There are lots of theories. and um, But the fact is, there's no proof that anyone's a priest. <laughs> because, and that, that's what we see right here in Nehemiah, that there were some people that couldn't prove their genealogies, and so therefore they were disqualified. But now in the world, nobody can prove their genealogies. And there's no Urim and Thummim to do so. In the book of Hebrews, and I should have... Um, Oh yeah, I have it listed here. In Hebrews chapter 8, verse 13, it talks about all these things and it describes them as obsolete. You know, obsolete means, you know, irrelevant, no longer applicable. And the, the writer of the Hebrews, he was a very, very clever guy and he, he knew the Old Testament so well, but he also knew the Lord so well. And he, the whole book of Hebrews, he explains the Old Testament symbols and then he explains the New Testament real meaning and then he says in Hebrews 8, he says, all those things, the Old Testament symbols are obsolete and they will soon pass away. 
Well, see, he wrote that in just the years before Jerusalem was destroyed. And when Jerusalem was destroyed by the Roman army, those things were gone. Temple gone, sacrifices gone, priesthood gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's really gone. You can't, you can't have Judaism the way that it was before. So we talk of Judaism in the world today, but it's, it's technically not the same Judaism. It's, it's technically another religion. You can't have Mosaic Judaism or Judaism the same way that was described in the book of Mo books of Moses because it's not possible to do so anymore. The Lord set up something which was for that time, but then when the Lord set up the new covenant, he deliberately absolved the old covenant. It cannot be reset back up. So it's possible, you know, historically that someone will try to rebuild a third temple. Someone may try to set it up. I'm not saying people won't try, but what I'm saying is that if that does happen, it's an offence to the Lord because the Lord removed it and it's not possible to do it properly. <laughs> and um, so people who are Jewish today, you know, they're people of the book. They keep, they, they meet in synagogues, they don't sacrifice anymore. A lot of them have to reinterpret the Old Testament in... Um, symbolic ways or metaphorical ways so that they can be Jewish. They keep the Passover, but they don't sacrifice sheep, for example. They don't paint blood on their doors. They don't do the Passover the way they used to do it. Things are very different now. And um, the sad thing about it is that they basically have, they just, they just don't see that there's a second covenant. They don't see that there's a reality that the old reality was pointing to. There was something that was old and something that was real, but it was a real symbol. It was a symbol of something even more real. And when the even more real thing came along, which was Christ, the old real thing, which was a symbol of something, was taken away. But they're stuck trying to make an old real thing, but without the ability to do so. You can't make the old real thing anymore because you can't, you can't even have a priesthood, as we have seen from this chapter, Nehemiah 7. So it's, that's good and it's also sad. It's good because we got the real thing, but it's sad because there are people who don't realize. You know, in the Bible, it says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And a lot of people, especially a lot of Christians, they think that that means pray for the physical city of Jerusalem. It, it really doesn't mean that. What it really means is pray for the church. The church is the new Jerusalem and the Jerusalem back then was always a picture of what God was eventually going to do. But what I like to do is pray for both. I like to pray for the actual city of Jerusalem because it does need peace. It's, it's been a terrible, chaotic situation and wouldn't you love it to have peace? But there are many other places that need peace as well. Pray for them too. But I also like to pray for Jewish people and I pray that the Lord would open their eyes to see their Messiah because when their eyes are open to see their Messiah, then they will be joined into the body of Christ and they will come to see the real Jerusalem. <laughs> so pray for the peace of Jerusalem, which is the church, but also don't forget that there are other needs as well, including for the Jewish, for Jewish people who love the Lord just as much as we do, but their eyes have not been opened to their Messiah. Heavenly Father, I do pray for that today. I ask that you'd open the eyes of Jewish people to their Messiah who loves them, who cares for them. Open their eyes to the new Jerusalem, the city of which they've called to be a part and Heavenly Father, we also, of course, pray for peace in the world today, wherever there is turmoil, which includes Jerusalem. And right now, as I record this video, Lord, it's also in the Ukraine. There's a war. Lord, let peace be there as well. And let peace be in the hearts of your people, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.